Hi. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last Ones In Podcast. I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And Robbie. Hi. And we just finished watching It, Chapter 2, 2019. Um, directly after recording our last episode that you would have listened to last week. You better. You better. I swear to God, <laughs> if you didn't listen to the other episode. You were legally obligated. That's that the little check mark check mark box you you ignored when you were signing in. It says you have to listen to the last episode before this one. Yeah, if you didn't if you if you didn't listen to part one, you're listening to part two. Boy, oh your aliens are gonna find you. <laughs> They're gonna speak gibberish at you and it's gonna be all your fault. It's on you at this point. Um Yes, yeah, so we watched that. Um, we sen- we since that just happened, we don't really have anything else to talk about. I can talk about Mexico some more, but that's pretty pointless. Um, <laughs> I can talk about other game dev stuff I do. <laughs> I mean, the only other thing that I did is I uh, recently started getting into audio dramas. But that's about it. Yeah. So I, I drew a dumb four second animation. Nice. I'm still playing Alan Wake Remastered. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're caught up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say the ratings. It is rated R for disturbing, violent content and bloody images throughout, pervasive language, and some crude sexual material. That means it's gay. Yeah, actually. Um, there's, there's a lot more gay in this one. Not as much as I'd like. Yeah, yeah. There, it, <laughs> I will talk about that when it happens. But, and the runtime <laughs> is... 169 minutes. Uh, or two hours and 49 minutes. Uh, it's long. Uh, In the theater, this movie felt fucking long. I uh, felt pissed so much. I did. I used the bathroom twice in this movie, actually. <laughs> Ran out of soda. I would, I would love to have watched this movie and gone at every single pivotal moment, and you'd be like, e, how do you like manage to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Happens every time. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, again, neither of them had seen this one. Nope. Um, I did not only watch chapter two of it, surprisingly. Yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> uh, again, I had seen it and the book and stuff like that, and we'll discuss the differences between the original that came out in the 90s, the book, and this, because there are some differences. And right. the audio drama that came out in 1947. Which is it's something that's not talked about much. The book is actually based on the audio drama. Yeah, Stephen King himself even like voiced it. Yeah, it was really weird. He was... Considering Stephen King... Negative 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Stephen King Sr. Oh, okay. That makes more... Actually, I would believe that. That he's named All of Stephen father. King's family is fucking just writers. Stevens. They're just all, all Stephen kids. King. Yeah. His mother, Stephen King, and his father, Stephen King, gave birth to Stephen King, Stephen King, and Stephen <laughs> King. <laughs> well, they do would... have a dog named Stephen that's, King. <laughs> that's how they release two books a year. It's, it's not that's, actually the same Stephen that's King. That's how they do it. That's why it's so like all over the place in quality, too. <laughs> Son of a bitch, you cracked the coat. <laughs> so, yeah. We did that. Did we read the back of the box already? We didn't. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into the back of the box. Deep breath. <gasps> 27 years after the Losers Club defeated Pennywise, it has returned. Now adults, the Losers have long since gone their separate ways. But with people disappearing again in Derry, Mike calls the others back home. Damaged by their past experiences, they must each conquer their deepest fears to destroy Pennywise, who has become deadlier than ever. Once and for all. <sighs> I don't know why I held my breath. <laughs> yeah, we're going through a tunnel. 
Um, so yeah, I guess some initial thoughts. Uh, well, I guess my first initial thought is, if you want to watch this movie before we start getting oh, into right. spoilers... <laughs> this is a great thought, Robbie. <laughs> uh, this one's a little bit more complicated than the first one. Because like, like we said, the first one, you can technically watch it on Netflix and HBO Max and the, right. the usual suspects. This one still has the usual suspects of YouTube, Google Play, Vudu, and Amazon Prime for three ninety nine, But... It's free with cable TV if you have TNT, uh, premium subscription for Hulu, YouTube Plus, and Sling TV, and I'm guessing it's for HBO Max because it's on HBO Max if you have HBO Max. Okay. I just like TNT in particular. Yeah, like, that one's weird. I don't think I know any of the actual shows TNT ha- is. Like, Snowpiercer. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, sucks to be you then. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Apparently, it is also on Netflix, but not in this country, or not in America, so... Mm. Your mileage may vary. If you're, if you're Canadian, listening. it's probably there. Maybe? I feel like Canadian Netflix literally has everything. <laughs> Every time I like, hear I've been about told Canadian no. Netflix, it does. Actually, that is one thing I have to say. I watched uh, Better Call Saul season six on Netflix while I was in Mexico. <laughs> oh, because it's not on Netflix in the United States. Really? But, yeah, in ne- in uh, Mexico, it is considered a Netflix original. Here, it's not. It's an AMC <laughs> show by Sony. If only there was, like, some sort of service we could pay for in order to change our location for things such as Netflix to places that it might be accessible on. You mean, like, something that you could install onto your computer and then say, like, you're in a different place, but then you're not actually. Yeah, if only someone had devised a way to do this. That brings us to our sponsor this week, water! (laughs) Uh, Drink it! It's so fucking hot in this room, and the only <laughs> thing to quench your thirst is a nice glass of water. As, As they ease. both reach for different drinks. <laughs> I actually have water in here. Ease drinking Diet Coke. It's basically water. It's half water, sure. half syrup. Yeah, so, you know, it's 20% effective. All the aspartame. <laughs> I, everyone always told me growing up that that dehydrates you. I don't, I haven't found any, like, reasonable research on that. It doesn't dehydrate you. It just doesn't hydrate you. See, yeah, like, that's what I assumed. Like, it just doesn't hydrate you. But everyone in my life always told me it dehydrates you. No, nah, you just get, like, way more sugar and your body has to work harder because it's breaking stuff down. So, like, technically it could make well, it that's harder. Aspartame. Yeah. So it could make things harder for your body. Technically, I guess. It's not helping. It's No. Just, but, like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like if you tell someone it dehydrates you, though, like, that's a... <laughs> I mean, listen, if you're in a desert and you have a bottle of Coke, drink the Coke. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, initial thoughts on this. Let's go with E this time since we went with Robbie last time. Uh, I think this is significantly weaker than chapter one. Significantly? Significantly. Wow, okay. Um, I think a lot of it has to do... I just don't like the uh, adult versions of these characters much. Really? I think a lot of them are just kind of lame. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huh. I actually, I assumed that you were going to say that. So, I don't know. Like, it's one of those, they, they, they talk similarly, and for, like, obvious reasons, it fits thematically, but, like, it just is very not charming hearing an adult say some of the same things the children say. I see that. I can get that. And, like, I don't know. It just doesn't, they, it just doesn't hit me. I feel like I have, like, no tension <laughs> After watching chapter one, it's the reason it's significantly worse than chapter one is just because chapter one's so good. Yeah. Honestly, like, again, I said right on the last episode, like, I didn't have any, like, wants for chapter two. Yeah. And I finished chapter two. I'm like, I didn't feel like I needed to watch this at all. Yeah, that's fair. 
I feel like it added very little to chapter one. And, like, I don't care about killing Pennywise, really. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you don't care about, like, actually seeing Pennywise die, then I guess this doesn't have a lot going for you. Um, It is mostly book accurate, though. Sure, but, like... I could I could just watch chapter one and been been great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. If you if you just told me chapter one was just it and I just didn't notice that it said chapter one, I would have had a nice happy life for. Uh... <laughs> you ruined E's life, Drya. Uh-huh. You did. Yeah, well, that happened a while ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't blame anybody for having that feeling towards it, honestly, because chapter one is just so fucking tight. Yeah. It's just perfect almost. So I get that. Also. CG's really bad. Man, it is so much CG in the second part. It's just mm-hmm. it's not good CG either, is the issue. No, it's noticeable CG. Even in the theater at 720p giant screen, sitting super far back, you can notice the CG. Yeah. The worst offender is that the kids aged. It had been two years since they had filmed it. The kids who were going through puberty are now either in the middle of it or they are past it and do not look anywhere near what they did in the first movie. And so they decided, some of these kids, we got to age down digitally. Yeah, the hardest one was Ben, who actually did lose 500 pounds. <laughs> Which is crazy because he's not even 200, maybe. Um, I think the worst one, the one that looks the worst, is Richie. Yeah. I think his CG looks awful. Like, enough to where, after the point where he had his flashback... In the theater when I first watched it, it felt off. The whole movie felt off to me after that point. Um, Mm. I'll be honest. The CG didn't bug me quite as much. The way that they sped up their voices to try to make them sound younger, though, that really did bug me. Yeah, you can tell that they had to do ADR to fix their voices. It's really weird they got the creators behind Alvin and the Chipmunks on this project, but you know, I guess they really wanted that feeling. It's weird that young Eddie just had a giant A jersey the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I just, like, I don't know, like, it's, it's going to sound worse than it really realistically is. I just kind of was bored a lot of this movie. Hmm. Just didn't do anything for me, and, like, I I have on many times talked about, I'm not, like, huge on sequels anyways. I know right. this is technically just the second half of the story, but, like, it feels like a sequel anyways. It's built up to feel like a sequel yeah. when it's really just the other part of the book that wasn't told yeah it's just like i had no like lingering questions i had no like want no wants for what happens next i wasn't particularly interested in slight things the kids did during their summer vacation there's like cool things but like they don't feel necessary i think that is the weakest part of the movie it's all by the way almost all the movie complete spoilers for this part uh 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 I think the worst part of this movie is when they are going around and gathering their totems. I think that is the weakest part of the movie. That is so much of the movie. It is a good hour and 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess before we get too off a tangent, yeah, I just think it's kind of weak okay. overall. Robbie. Hey, my turn to talk. Your turn. No. Um, I'm going again. Oh, oh okay. Uh, Robbie thinks it's And very since he's going to interrupt too. you, I'm interrupting him. No. <laughs> Try's interrupting you, I'm going to interrupt Try. <laughs> if we all talk at the same time, we can make the podcast one third of the time long. <laughs> Bill Belichick. I don't know what that means, but yeah. I think he's hockey. Right? 
I, I, I don't know. Or football? Why you have to be mid? It's only game. What? It's a hockey thing. Yeah, it's a hockey oh. player says that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Robbie, go ahead. <laughs> so, this movie is weaker than the first one, but in a weird way, in my mind at least, it kind of elevates the first movie. It's so bad, you you really... <laughs> it's, 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 it's so bad, it makes the first one, one better. <laughs> no, like, it's... Like I said, there's certain things in the first one they didn't... It felt like it didn't have a chance to breathe as much, but like I said, I think it part of that has to do with the fact of, like, it being a TV movie at first. Like, it all just kind of happens at once, and it happens more in the book of, like, the adults are coming back and, like, kind of seeing glimpses of their childhood, and, like, it's kind of all blended together in comparison to, like, the first half is children, second half is adults in this one. And so, but that's where a lot of the charming parts happen in the storyline is whenever they're kids. And so... It doesn't have quite the same amount of charm to it because it's mostly adults. And then, like, the CGI really does hurt this movie. Um, like, there's certain things they probably should just should have just done practical effects. Like Some the things fucking they vomit. Yeah. yeah, CG all the vomit, and I don't get why. It's so unnecessary. Because <laughs> Bill Hader can't puke on actual. Just big... put a like can of soup in his mouth. Nah, nah. Bill Hader doesn't like soup. Just make him eat a can of peas. Nah. I bet he'd be super cool with it, honestly. Nah. <laughs> he hates soup. He's a comedian. He wouldn't do he physical put... <laughs> gags like that for comedic effect. <laughs> he would refuse to put anything from a can in his mouth, okay? <laughs> it is against he his He is a morals. Hollywood actor. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, like, it's that, like, I'm a big fan of like practical effects anyways, but like there are certain things like just that needed to be CG in this movie. I get that. Uh, some things they could have just ignored. Like, I know like there's, they're all worried about all the kids aging. Like it's fine. They could have just showed it was like two years since the last one. Audiences would for going to forget. Like, yeah, Yeah. there's like three people who would like rewatch the movie in preparation and monster Raya. And he would, he would (laughs) have noticed regardless. Yeah. I, well, the thing about me is that, I know that there's like a lot of people who like get all pissy and just like, oh, they're definitely not the age that they're playing in this movie and blah, 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 blah. But like, it doesn't matter. Like something dry said during the movie, which is probably like the most perfect thing to say about what, you know, kids aging and then like doing a sequel and they're supposed to be at the same age, quote unquote, but you know, a couple of years have passed. So they're technically older. Just film it. Like, I don't think people care as much as they make them think they care. Yeah. Anyone who cares about that was going to find a different reason to nitpick yeah. this movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, it's like he said with uh, Stranger Things, because, like, the first three seasons all happened within basically the same year. And there was, like, what, a four-year gap between uh, season one or the beginning of season one and the ending of season three. And yeah. they don't, like, try to de-age the kids or anything. They're just like, oh, yeah, this is just a thing now. And, like, then in season four, whenever they're, like, half of them are in their 20s, uh, there's technically 15 and 16 years old, but like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like suspension, suspension of disbelief. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. Like there's legit, like a couple of characters in season four, Stranger Things that are like, you are fucking 23, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't care how they make you look. You are 20 fucking three. I can see your goddamn stubble. <laughs> but He's like just on his knees, like walking. <laughs> Hey, hey, guys, we can we can do it. I don't know. What but like, I prefer that over bad CG right. face. I mean, a good example is the oldest one of all the kids is actually Dry's age. Yeah. Uh, I forget his name. Stan? The one, no, guy with the hair. They all have hair, Robbie. Actually, <laughs> they don't all have hair. Eleven doesn't have hair. Oh, I thought he was talking about this movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I said Stan. I was like, I, I don't know. Like, Stan has... 
different air than the rest of them, I guess. Anyway, back to yeah, the back to this so I can know what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> back to it. Like my main thing is what I was basically saying with that is like they didn't really need to DH the kids. Like the fact, like it probably would have saved them a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of headache if they were just like, yeah, just like can we just refilm these parts really quick so that we we can put them in. Uh, in the second movie, and it doesn't seem like there's, like, this weird CGI effect. They should have just, like, kept the same recordings, but tried to, like, dub it. (laughs) They did dub it. That's the problem. (laughs) That was my main concern. It's, like, they weirdly dubbed it, and, like, they changed the actors' voices, and you can very much tell that they were trying to make them sound younger than what they really were. Yeah, not great. I don't like that. Um, But... But, like I said, there is still some of that charm. Like, when it, uh, you know, they're doing a lot of the flashbacks, and, like, kind of continuing the stories of like why their friendships are as deep as they are. And like, you know, um, I think another thing I do like is it does expand on the lore of the town a little bit more and like a, yeah. a little bit more of like why each character is the way that they are. So like I said, like it's not as good as the first one, but this movie does elevate the first one, if you ask me. And so it, it's good. Like it definitely has problems, but it's still good. Yeah. Um, I would say watching it this way, I feel like it is better having uh, just watched the first one. Oh, and not going having in, to wait a two-year gap? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it is a much better movie that way. Um, it's not as bad as the first time I saw it in theaters. The first time I saw it in theaters, I was real lukewarm on it. I was like, man, I don't I don't think that was a good movie at all. Um, that's my lukewarm, apparently. Is, that's garbage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when I watched it at home, I had only watched like, two hours of it or something only <laughs> um it's like the first half yeah, it got to the climax and then i like fell asleep or something i don't remember what happened but liz came home with dinner and you're like all right probably actually <laughs> <laughs> um and then like actually just watching them back to back like this it's uh i like it a lot i think it feels like one complete movie yeah. one long fucking movie but complete anyway um i can agree with it kind of like kill bill in a weird way yeah, for sure. Um, which is another one that I somehow convinced E to sit down and watch both of them. I think that was the first one that yeah. we like. I watched a long sitting of. Yeah, it was a whole day. Yeah, it was Neve. There was a dog that day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for a disclaimer, I, I didn't have a dog back then. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I I enjoy watching it this way quite a bit. It's also one of those things to where like you gonna give up a whole day to do this pretty often? Probably not. Uh, it's quite the commitment. Also, if you have a whole day, are you going to watch both chapters of it? Right, maybe. exactly. Like, you, do you, you, maybe this is exactly what you want to do. You might have, you probably have other things that you want to do, though. <laughs> Free time is so rare. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I enjoy it, though. Um, yeah, let's get on to the movie. All right. Yeah, uh, this, I'm going to describe the movie. It's second verse, same as the first. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. It's kind of. Uh, what if we do it, but they're adults and the stakes are supposedly higher now? They are higher. People do die. People do get hurt. People die in the first one. None of the main people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's important. That's important stakes to have. Uh, maybe I'm just so desensitized to important people dying in my shows due to it being much more common. It's extremely common now. I watch, yeah. But yeah, for... Back then, it was, like, not common. Back in the old times of 2019. Of the 90s, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess probably back then. That yeah. was, oh, like, it's even more rare in the 90s. 
yeah, if like Stephen King, even if it being a horror thing, being like, I'm just gonna kill off like a third of my cast. It's like, wow, okay. I mean, the uh, the Lord of the Rings was the first big one to do that. I think, yeah, that people were shocked by. Yeah, it was, it was shocking. Um, but yeah, this sticks true to a lot of the things, like how the movie opens with the um, assault on the two gay characters. That's in the book. And that was not in the original uh, made-for-TV thing at all. Nope. No, because then they would have to put gay characters in it. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so <laughs> it is slowly revealed throughout this um, that Richie is gay. Yeah. Um, it It's a little story parts here and there. You know how they reveal it in the made-for-TV movie? Because it's revealed. Is it really? I don't remember that part in the made-for-TV movie, I don't I guess. blame you for not remembering it, Robbie. It's at the climax. There's literally two minutes left in the movie. Because also the origin- the made-for-TV one. They like get out. a cock. They, like, get out of the tunnel, and then, like, there's two minutes of narrative, and then it's done. Um, they're sitting there, and Richie's like, by the way, guys, I'm gay. Everyone's like, <laughs> we know. That's it. Yeah, I don't remember that That's at terrible. all. Yeah, it's literally right at the end. It has no effect on anything. There's like no hints towards it. I'm surprised it's in there, but like at the same time, why is it even in there if that's all you're going to do with it? Yeah. Uh <laughs> Richie is gay in the book. Yeah. Uh it's it, it's like part of his character. It's like a big oh, thing for him. So more than the movie. Much more than the movie. Yeah. What's with the movie and shy? Well, okay, because general audiences, general but like, what's audiences, with the yeah. movie and shying away from these like actual really interesting things to talk about? Yeah, yeah. Um, some other things that deviate are basically a lot in the third act. So we'll get to that when we get to that. Okay, we'll get to that soon because there's not a lot to talk about in between or before then. Um, because yeah, it is. Hey, guess what? Uh, you catch up with all of them as adults. They all have uh different jobs. Richie's a comedian now. Uh, Eddie is a insurance uh he's a risk assessment a risk assessment person for insurance insurance. uh Uh, bill probably the most famous in the original movie is a novelist kind of like stephen king King. yes he's working on film adaptations he's just the stephen king yeah uh stephen king was airing so much baggage oh man so he was super pissed he's he's always put a lot of himself in a lot of things you see it in the shining you see Uh it in dr sleep uh you for sure see it in this you see it a lot in the Dark Tower series. You told me that he literally just writes himself in. He's, li- he's literally just in there yeah. as Stephen King. It's, it's Hello, it's weird. me, John Stephen King. Nope, just Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally him making his characters defend him. It's so weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so that's just Stephen King stand-in. Uh, Richie became a famous comedian. Yep, said that one. Oh. Uh, Mike stayed in town because he had himself in the position of like i need to remember this so i can make sure we can do this in 27 years bev so he never got left. married bev was married uh found herself in an abusive relationship which often happens to people yeah. who were abused when they were younger yeah um, uh it's one of those things that they did fake out on this movie though because like in the original 1990s movie her her husband's just an asshole and like she has this moment where she says like i'm not taking your shit anymore and walks out yeah and in this one like she gets off the phone with somebody and like he like just very lovingly walks up. He's like, "Hey, babe, who is that? Like, are, are you okay? Like, why are you packing up? What's going on?" Like, seems like he's like a very caring and loving husband at first. Yeah, and then quickly turns into an abusive asshole. That's mm-hmm. kind of what they do. Well, yeah, like, that, that's like everything that he does in that scene is like stereotypical narcissistic behavior. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Um, who else? Stanley. 
Uh, what is happens to Stanley Jewish, is the same. I guess he's Jewish, but what happens to him is the same in every version. Oh, right. You're sorry. We're talking about differences. Yeah. Um. What other characters? Uh. Oh, Ben. Ben. Right. Yes. His character is the same, basically. Yeah. Um, he ends up getting in really good shape, being really attractive, getting a really good job afterwards. Yeah. Uh, in both. I versions. like they never say his job. They just say he got a good one. Well, he's like a ma- architect, business mogul, human guy. Yeah. You know, one of those words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that or he's a shareholder for a company. Like a large Maybe shareholder. Maybe he's a fitness instructor. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> that, that would fit his character. <laughs> yeah, it I, would. I forget what his job was in the book. It does say what everyone's up to because it's uh, very long. So I forget what it was, though. Yeah, Stephen King actually wrote an entire chapter on each person before they went back to uh, Ben... What's it called? To... to- Dairy? Dairy. Dairy? Oh, yes, he did, actually. So, <laughs> uh, everybody does get their own chapter. <laughs> I think I think we covered every character now. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so the thing that ends up happening is... Mike oh, Eddie. Call- oh, no, wait. We said, yeah, we, we said, said Eddie. A risk assistant. Um, yeah. Also, he's married to somebody who's basically his wife, uh, mom. Yeah. yeah. That also so, yeah, he basically marries thing. someone who's yeah. exactly his mom. Uh, Bev basically marries someone who's exactly her dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Bill is married, but... Yeah, he's married to the actress in his yeah. movies. He is married. It is a much bigger plot point in the book and in the 90s short. Yeah. Was Stephen King married? Yes, he yeah. still is. At, at that time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did he marry one of his, the actresses in his movies? No, he just married okay. a, a person, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> just, a, just a human, <laughs> a normal... <laughs> normal human wife here, nothing else to look at. <laughs> it's just like a Muppet on <laughs> This fucking has a Kermit Muppet with him all this time. <laughs> uh, Stephen King, you're listening. Book. Sorry. <laughs> this is a good book, right, dear? Yeah, dear, it's really good. Kiss me. <laughs> King, the wife here. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Okay, uh, we're done, we're done, we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so going into it, Mike calls everybody and they all slowly make their way back into town. Uh, meet at a Chinese restaurant, which is a fucking... 10% of the goddamn book. I hate that part of the book so much. It's so long. It the what happens in the movie is book accurate though. It's silly in both times. It's just silly. Um it, it, all kinds of creatures just come out of the uh fortune cookies and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I and guess we didn't mention uh everyone lost their memories of their time in uh Derry. Yes, the further away you get from Derry, the more of your memory you lose, which is another thing why Mike stayed and he's like well, not why he stayed, but he figured out when he stayed that he doesn't lose his memory. Um, which is one of the things that from the first chapter of the Blood Oath that they take ends up being something uh, that comes back because they all see their scar and they're like, oh, pain. Yeah. Well, they did that a little bit with Bill, but like, because like whenever Mike is calling him, he looks at his hand and like his hand's shaking, but it doesn't put like a whole lot of emphasis in it. Like, it almost would have made more sense if like he looked at his palm and just like the scar appeared. I think. They didn't do that because then they would have to CG that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Hey, you know how much they hate doing CG in part two. I'm saying I, they might have just ran out of money. <laughs> maybe. S- speaking of money real quick, actually, yeah. I don't think I even mentioned I Maybe I mentioned it. The first movie had a budget of 35 to $40 million. Uh, the original made for TV for the whole three and a half hours of it was roughly $12 million. The budget for Chapter 2 that came out in 2019 was around $80 million. Jesus. Really? Yeah. They spent $80 million to make a worse-looking movie. Wow. Yep, yep. Um, and the takeaway was about $479 million. So they For both or for one of them? Both. 
for this just chapter two. Okay. Was the takeaway. The first one did like a billion or whatever, right? It did almost 800 million. Yeah. So they so made for, a lot of money. Yeah. So like $1.2 billion for both parts then. Yeah. They, uh, they got their I worth. Mean, oh, they yeah. probably realized something though when the second part made half as much money. Yeah. About half as much. Yeah. yeah. Like that. But they spent twice as much on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can't just throw money at a project and expect it to do well. What? But admittedly, that is a fairly normal thing for horror movies. For the yeah. sequel to do bad? Uh, no, well, no, for the for... more money you throw at it, the worse it tends to do. Oh. Yeah, you can look at Halloween, Nightmare, and Friday the 13th, and you can see their uh, budgets get higher and higher. And as their budgets get higher, um, the... the amount that they make goes lower and lower until they meet, and that's when they stop making them. Nice. So... That's, They're like, all right, we made five bucks on the last movie. This might be our last one. It uh, didn't get far from that in Nightmare, actually. It got to where they made, like, pr- I think in just profit, probably, like, 40000 yeah. Let's make uh, Freddy versus uh, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Freddy <laughs> and, versus Jaws. And, and Spielberg gets all the powers of his movies to make it fair fight against Freddy. Would you Ready watch Player that? One? <laughs> Specifically, just Freddy versus Steven Spielberg, though. No ready, plot. Ready Player One, the movie. <laughs> no plot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's some plot in Ready Player mm. One. It's bad plot, but it's there. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Anyways, uh, don't you can't just throw money at a movie. No, you absolutely. No, I, I completely agree with that. Um, I feel like they probably could have saved a lot of money if they just like reshot some of the scenes with some of the kids and just like yeah like they're older in this movie just it, it is what it is i mean instead uh, of trying to cg over it and then like paste over it by like re-showing stuff that happened in the first movie yeah hindsight's of course 2020 but like they also could have just made those shots back then and then yeah. used them in the second movie that was yeah. actually one of the biggest arguments too if i remember correctly was like they're saying, like, well, they knew there was going to be part two. Why didn't they just film it all together? They might not have known. It probably depended on if part one did well. Maybe if they got a part it two. did. They, they intended to make a part two, but they didn't know if they were going to get a part two, which yeah. is why the first one feels so complete. Um, But they got a part two because it did <laughs> better Super than well. any movie should have, actually. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, uh, Chinese restaurant... Uh, they're all gathering, but uh, there's a notable person not there. Stanley. He is not there, which earlier you see him getting into a bathtub and um, slitting his wrists, killing himself, um, which the way that his story winds up going in the end is different than the book. Hmm. Um, I don't know which one I prefer. Uh, I think the way that it ends in this movie is maybe uh, bad because it might be saying that it's good to kill yourself. Um, so it's either fate. Well, I guess it kind of does have like that. Either face your fears or kill yourself. Kind yeah. Of so I'm not message. sure. I'm not sure if the messaging is right here. It's not great, but at the same time, you know, we're dealing with like it. Yeah, it's contextual. You know. Yeah. This isn't uh, 13 reasons why. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. Um, but yeah. He he kills himself. We learn much lit much 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 later. Literally the very end of the movie that he wrote letters to everybody explaining why he did it. Um, Which like it's like interesting, but also at the same time it's kind of cheesy and lame. It's super cheesy and lame, but I do like the letter. It's a neat letter. <laughs> it's a good letter. Like, 
Did we need it? <laughs> no. No, we didn't. They just wanted like th- to have something being read as they did the final shot of him on a bike. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep, 100%. That's what they wanted. <laughs> they they should have just like played some uh random 80s track again for no reason. That's happened a couple times. Yeah. Um but yeah, and then they get to the town, all that happens, and then um here's some fun stuff. With Bill and Mike that happens Bill, in this. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill. Um, I had to write down the name because I can never remember it. The turtle stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, whenever they are all about to leave town because they're like, this is all fucked. Uh, shit's fucked up, bro. Um, Mike gets Bill and he's like, I just got to show you a thing. And if it convinces you, then you got to help me convince everybody else. If not, then you can just leave. No skin off my back. And so he takes him there and he explains the... Um, containment for it if you've seen dragon ball you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's literally literally there to like hold a ceremony to capture it um and he drugs him so he can see it because of these native american drugs and this he just used a little bit yeah he just just microdosed 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 of 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 peyote um no uh maturin is what he calls it which is a call to the turtle lily straight to the turtle so here's the, the turtle thing. drug. Here's the thing with the turtle guys. It's real silly, and it's why it wasn't in the movie because the director literally said if audiences saw this in the theater, they would laugh and walk out. I agree. Um, Maturin is a turtle that the universe is on. Oh, that's actually pretty okay. common in a lot of mythologies. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was because like Native Americans. I guess there were some turtles that would like themselves underground and then like after a while they would uh come back up and there was like a, always like a plot of like grass on top of them mm-hmm. and whenever they did that and so like they there's that whole native american legend of uh the earth is uh, on the back of a giant turtle yeah and then i always liked the depictions of those honestly yeah yeah and so maturin is actually brothers with it <laughs> they're si- okay. they're siblings oh, okay okay now yes i uh, yep and they're I've... also arch enemies oh maturin is the only thing that can truly kill it mm. um so they have kind of like a set <laughs> versus raw kind of thing going on sort of they use tokens they each use tokens to fight their war basically um yeah, the- what you actually do with the jar is you do that and then you chuck it in the space it comes back <laughs> out but then the turtle's like Let's fucking go, bitch. <laughs> just turns into Godzilla. It's just um, SmackDown versus Raw at that point. <laughs> um, so, yeah, in the books, Maturin actually... Um, Shows up. ...has some sort of intervention with Bill, and that's how Bill ends up seeing all of that stuff. And so there's literally like a chapter and a half of Bill standing there talking to Maturin um about yeah. how to take on it and fight it and round everybody up that would have been pretty bad um yeah so instead in the movie mike just gives bill a drug called maturin and that's that's how they fit that in there still yeah I, i'm gonna give that to the movie <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's fair uh maturin appears in a lot of king stuff a lot a lot in the dark tower series mm. huh uh, that's a big thing in there. I will say, them removing that makes all the random turtles feel weird. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's uh it's just there. You know if you know, and if you're just like, why are there so many fucking turtles in this? And you I mean, don't I like turtles. Yeah, turtles are cool, man. It uh, seems like there are some more Easter eggs in the second one than there is in the first one. Because there was a couple of maturin things. Like there was 
you know, a turtle here and there, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like a huge thing. And then like there's like the one beep beep Richie. Yep. There's a lot of callbacks to other Stephen King things too. The yeah. Shining is a pretty big one in there. He hated yep. that. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind it. Like if you're if it's part of lore, it's part of lore. I mostly just joked that it would be in his non horror novels, and it sounds like it is. Yeah, The yeah. Shining is 100% in his non-horror marvels. Uh, I believe we brought up the Green Mile mm-hmm. uh, before. So there's a character in the Green Mile who like heals with his touch. And it's like, oh, it's like a weird spiritual thing. It's The Shining. Which uh, I think if people knew that it was just The Shining, that movie wouldn't make people cry as much. <laughs> yeah, I, It's still good, even if it was just The Shining. Yeah. It's not so much like the power that he has. It's who has that power. Listen, I'm going to say, if I manage to convince people of just magic bullshit that I can just use to justify anything in my stories, I would also just use it all the time. Yeah. 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 Star Wars like, does it all the time with the Force. It's true. Like, yeah. they're lit- you can literally do anything with the Force. There's no rules. Yeah, it's true. They try to make rules, and they break them all the time. You're right. You're right. Uh, man. Um, um, but yeah. So, so yeah, most then, uh, most of this movie's collecting those fucking tokens. Yeah, and it's yeah, just, there's a lot of token collecting. It's just all flashbacks with bad CGI from the kids uh, for stuff that should have been in part one because it was like in the book. Um, yeah, it's like it doesn't need to exist though. Is the weirdest thing. Like part new. one works so well without it. Like you know, if they like released a director's cut that put some of those back, uh, the backstory filled it in just filled in the yeah. blanks like then sure neat i don't know if it needed but like it just feels like they're like hey guys uh you know when they uh broke up for a month this is what they were doing yeah that's this, yeah this is pretty neat. i feel oh. like also with like the 40 million dollar budget that they had for the first one they could have filmed like an extra 30 minutes of like hey like if we get a sequel this is going to be in the sequel could have yeah. done that, but studios also really don't like when you film stuff you're not going to use. <laughs> they do it all the time anyways. Fuck them. Yeah, that would have Well, you just good. don't tell the studios. I think that's illegal. Only if it's in the it's contract. Tec- yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say technically it's not, but... Contract didn't say I couldn't film stuff you wouldn't use. <laughs> yeah, I have... You, like, hired an entire animation team. Like, <laughs> what? I need it. For what? Stop. A flashback. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, I think me and E had this conversation of, like, um, uh, the thief and the cobbler. Yeah. Uh, I guess there was actually, like, one thing that the artist spent three months uh, on what was supposed to be, like, a three-minute long scene of, like, two characters drinking tea together that just got cut from the film. Almost everything got cut from that film. Yeah. And, well, that one's in, uh, in particular is known just because it took them three months to, uh, to actually animate that scene. And they're like, yeah, we don't need it. Uh, there's so much... I, I'm going to bring that to the podcast. I don't think you've seen it, at mm-hmm. least not the uh, full version. No. Um, there is so much fucking shit with that. I'm not going to say too much, but at one point, like a rich, uh, I think Saudi Arabian prince starts funding the film. No joke. <laughs> That's great. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. That's that thing. You're. I don't think you'll like the movie. I think you'll enjoy all the shit that happened around the movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, each token... Uh, everyone gets one except Mike because he's been there the whole time. The tokens like bring back memories. Yeah. Uh, Stan had a token, which is a bunch of hairnets from yeah. this uh, clubhouse that they definitely had the whole time. <laughs> well, in the book they do. In the book, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that that was Stan's token. He's he's not there though. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Um, in the book, he's not like 
there in the adult stuff. He's basically used to haunt them as adults. Is like, you guys fucked up. Look how you fucked me over. Um, He's like, ooh, put on a hairnet or else I'll curse you. (laughs) (laughs) It's close enough. I mean, (laughs) uh, I think the original movie did that part much better. Uh, The 90s one, the made for TV one. There's a couple things that did better. There's a lot that did worse. But, um, so yeah, uh, we eventually get to the climax. Honestly, it's just the token stuff until the climax. Yeah. Um, the most important thing you see about the token is that Richie's super fucking obsessed with Street Fighter One, yep. which is not a good game. I never played it, but I believe you. <laughs> At one point, he's supposedly playing another player. They didn't actually put in two quarters to do the two-player mode. <laughs> they just had him Pro fight machine. a boss. <laughs> uh, one thing I did find that was kind of funny about the token collecting, though, was with Bill, whenever he got his old bike, and Stephen King is the guy who's running <laughs> yeah. the antique shop, and it's like, oh, you're a famous author. You can afford to buy that bike. I'll sell it to you for 300 bucks. Like, All right, fine. Yeah. Want me to sign the book? Nope. Why not? Didn't like the ending. Yeah. Stephen King was super fucking pissed <laughs> the whole time. Not not in the thing, like, as in him writing this yeah. book. He was yeah. so fucking pissed about <laughs> but it. But there's that, and then, like, the whole, like, I hope that our uh, bike treats well or something like that. And he's like, oh, this bike was fast enough to outride the devil. And then it shows him, like, tripping over the bike, trying to relearn how to ride it. Also, there's uh, it being called Silver is also a reference to Dark Tower and stuff like that, because Iowa Silver is, like, a whole thing in there. Uh it turns out everything links back to Dark Tower. That's kind of the point of Dark Tower. <laughs> if only it was better. I, I actually agree. Um, <laughs> the other thing, um, boo, mine just went blank. Uh, we were. It happens. I mean, tokens. Yeah, tokens like, I'm trying to Bill's think of token. any like tokens actually led to something interesting. There's a hint about Richie being gay with his token. With his yeah. token. Uh. Because no, Ben, nothing really we don't know already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because his was kind of a cheap out cho- token, too. It's just like, oh, I've held on to my token for the last 27 years in my wallet. And yeah. Ben. Yeah. Yeah, Bill with, uh, it wasn't even the bike. It was ended up being the little boat. Oh, no, no. Eddie had a really good thing happen in his. When he went into the basement? Yeah. Cause, with the leper? Yeah, because, like, it's, when he was young, he saw his mother, like, being restrained, and he couldn't save her. Yeah. And now as he's older, um, he's learned to kind of live with it. And, like, he's still haunted by the leprosy thing, but he strangles it. Yes, he learns to take control over it, and that doesn't have control over him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's the most important thing we see in the, in the tokens, yeah. really. That's fair. The other thing that we learn, and this is in the book, and in the 90s one, because it's a huge plot point, um, is that the bully oh, yeah. uh, lived throughout all of that, and he went into a mental kinda, hospital. Kind of bullshit in the this movie's case. It's about the same in all of them. Oh, cool. Yep. It's like, shouldn't have shouldn't have happened, but okay, I guess yeah. you're alive. Uh, in the book, it's explained like, yeah, he should be dead, but evil is keeping him alive, because it needs him as a tool. He's living out of pure spite. <laughs> yes, like, basically. Um, so the differences in the, uh, between this and the book, cause the book is actually the same, is that in this, the bully goes and stabs Eddie in the cheek and then runs away and then tries to attack Mike and gets killed in the book. And in, in the nineties one, he stabs Mike in the gut and Mike's just out. 
What? That's... Mike just never even gets to go into the cave to fight it. He's just out. What? Yeah, and then there's like a chapter where a nurse gets possessed by evil and tries to kill Mike and he fights it off. Mike is Mike's done after that, basically. Like, his story's just done. That's <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Actually, speaking of Mike, I feel kind of cheated by you. You made it seem like they were actually going to go way more about the racism stuff. They didn't. No, I remember it being more prevalent, but I guess it's really not. No, I mean, like, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Even in the 90s movies, it's more prevalent, but, like, the bullies even make it very clear in the original movie that they don't like him because he's black. I mean, that's pretty clear, clear in this, in this movie, one. too. Well, the, I say that mostly because, like, they hate all the other kids because they're nerds and outcasts and whatever else. Like, they straight up called him the N-word in the 90s movie. Yeah, they say that a lot in the book. Yeah. It's, it's, it's maybe I'm just remembering the book when I think about it, maybe. but, like, it's very, very prevalent like, in his they character just, in the they book. Show, yeah. They showed um his childhood with the burning and, like, mm-hmm, the right. boy's like, I wanted, I'm always sad because I wanted to fucking burn it down and you're going to burn and, like, fr- blah, blah, fried blah. chicken. Yeah, the uh in the book, it's to the point to where, like, you feel uncomfortable with it. And I yeah. and you should and I think yeah. it that's why it works so well in the books because like this is like hate like this feels like real hate and that's ugh, it's rough yeah it's just it's yeah I I, I felt slighted because I was really hoping for cool Mike stuff and he gets yeah. to do some stuff but not really he does get to do some not uh, anything more than he already was doing more than in the book yeah I was gonna say it's sadly enough more than in the book well it sounds like but he's more involved yeah, in the childhood stuff in, in right. the first half it sounds like well I guess it's not really half and half in the book yeah. but like for the childhood stuff yeah it sounds like he got way more yeah and then sure he got like thrown out but like realistically what was he doing in the second half nothing that's why he also didn't have a thing to where like he's haunted because Stephen he King wasn't didn't have one <laughs> yeah he wasn't there <laughs> um so yeah that's different um uh there's like a thing of subplot about a little kid that they that's a real kid instead of like a that's figure. in there yeah uh, I'm just for audience yeah, for yeah, people yeah. listening. I'm noting. Yeah, I like it's Bill like, trying to save him, like as the Georgie stand-in. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know. it's. I feel like it's one of those things that they felt like they had to do to move the plot forward. Even yeah, though they're already was... moving towards doing that, but it also led us into the strobe light hall of mirrors. Yeah, <laughs> which is cool. It looks cool, but you couldn't handle the no. lighting. I'm bad with, like, bright lights in general. If you start strobing them, it just hurts. Yeah, you're not a fan. You're not a fan. I don't blame you. I may or may not have <laughs> uh, issues. Epilepsy? <laughs> not epilepsy, but... Okay. um, He definitely has a problem with bright lights. <laughs> yeah. I may or may not have underlying issues. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't checked them out. No. If you don't check them out, they don't exist. Yeah, it's just like uh, <laughs> autism, ADD, all of those. Like, if you don't, if, you, if they're not diagnosed, they don't exist. Yep, that's that's healthcare now. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's different. Um, what what are the other? Th- what's the other stuff that's different? Um, uh, I think we're. I think we can go to the climax. Probably. I don't. Yeah, it's all in the climax. That that stuff is. Uh, different for the most part. Well, actually, no, I just remembered. The other thing that's super, super, super different from this um, that's in the 90s one, uh, Bill's wife just comes to town. She's like, he's being super sketchy. And so she comes to town to like try and figure out what's going on because she thinks that he's going to like cheat, which he, he does in, in, the, in the book and in the original one with Bev. Um, 
And so she comes to town and gets, uh, she looks into the deadlights and gets all coma-y. Oh. Uh, so Bill, like, after that, after she gets all coma-y, uh, he's like, I stop, I gotta stop being a dick. Um, that's what he, that's how you learn. Yep. <laughs> gotta wait till they're in a coma. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that's, that's the big differences there, I think. And then climax. Yeah. So, uh, I'll run through the, this movie's version real quick. They set up the jar. Well, I, they go to the house, spooky shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they set up the jar it seems like it's working, but as Mike's trying to put the lid on the jar, a big old balloon comes. It pops. Penny was like, "Uh, yeah, that's this is bullshit. That's that was never a thing, Mike. You should have told him." And they're like, "Mike," and he's like, "Oh, you got me." <laughs> it's actually like you're at that point. You're like, "Oh man, Mike's a dick." <laughs> he's like, I, don't, like, I think I think Mike had like. Mike's reasoning was fairly solid for what we know about it. Yeah, it is. And he was right, ultimately. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, <laughs> so then they, like, go into a bunch of their fears and shit and, like, metaphors for their shitty childhoods. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, whatever. I still thought it was <laughs> kind of funny that with uh, Ben and Bev's, uh, yeah, with their whole childhood fear, like, with Ben, he's being buried with CGI dirt. <laughs> But with Bev, she's stuck inside of a room that's being filled up with, like, actual blood. <laughs> in some shots, it was real dirt. Okay. It was back and forth. When it's stuff, like, that's over his head and stuff like that, that's fake dirt. Well, even beforehand, like, whenever it first started filling up the, the, wall, the wall. Coming out of the walls. Yeah, coming out of the walls, it was yeah. definitely CGI. Yeah. Like, there were some scenes I saw, like, yeah, it definitely was real dirt. For hers, like, it, like 90% of that was, like, they're really fill, filling up that room with fake blood. Yeah. To be fair... uh. What I assume is probably just red water is yeah. much less dangerous than burying someone alive. That's fine. Yeah, when you're dumping dirt on people, that's actually really dangerous and it's a lot of weight. So what they would do is, or what is common practice anyway, unless you're being who knows real if they did it here, um, <laughs> is you would like fill it up and then like show that it's being poured in and then go back later to it being more full. Right. So that's what they did here, except for they. Uh, filled it in uh, in between the shots because you have to see the dirt falling from nowhere onto him, so there's a lot of CG dirt falling onto mm-hmm. him. Right. But he is also surrounded in dirt. It's just not... Real dirt's not falling onto him. Um, as far as yeah. I can tell, anyway. Yeah. So, it yeah. made for a really strange parallel. It was, because then the other one is just tons of fucking blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which some of it was CG in there, too, but... I feel like mostly it was CG whenever they had, like, different characters opening up the doors, yelling yeah. at her uh, yeah. for, like, signs of her childhood trauma it was so bad i'm gonna say it's weird it's a weird shot yeah um they do a fucking here's johnny reference yeah which is like fun but also like come on he didn't even break the (laughs) he didn't hit the door with an axe even no people know here's johnny they might not even know what it's from but they know it not anymore i guarantee you yeah like i during our shining episode i told you that it made me appreciate a simpsons joke (laughs) Or <laughs> Homer's replicating it, but doing different like talk show hosts yeah. each time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. It like it's fine. Again, the issue is it's just kind of a retreading old ground. Yeah, which like in the book it's not that because it's all happening at the same time. Yeah. Um, and in the original one, I would say it's not really quite that because a lot of it's interlaced with the kid stuff. The first half is interlaced with kid stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Um, there's way less kid stuff in the 90s one. Yeah. Wow. There's like a lot Unfortunate. less. Um, it also doesn't go into why Ben is afraid of mummies in this. No, is it because his mother was possessed by a mummy? 
No, he just he watched a horror movie, and there was a mummy. That's funny. So, I mean, that's like, I th- actually like, I think it was a like a history thing. book too. I forget. He opened. The oh yeah, it was a history book kind of thing because Richie in the book and in the original thing he was afraid of werewolves, mm. so he's chased by werewolves. I feel like they probably thought that would be a little silly. Yeah. <laughs> What's he afraid of in this one? Clowns. Just clowns? Yep. Okay. Yep. Just hates clowns. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I think the closest that they did for this one with like the werewolves things is the, the yeah dog. yeah they open up the very scary door like the <laughs> yeah. lower well, half of the torso of what they see yeah. in the first one is there and so they go to the not scary and there's like a little pomeranian dog there and like okay it's actually kind of cute and then like transforms into this big crazy weird looking deformed I, dog. It it could just be I was kind of tired already at the point. I feel like that joke went on a little long. It did. It did, but I liked it still. <laughs> I think you could cut some of it out and still yeah. have a very solid joke. I think it's the Actually, thing of- uh, maybe my issue is I think Car- Courage did the joke better. Oh, did it? Yeah, uh, it's in the Cockroach Motel episode, if anyone knows that ep- episode off the top of their head. Like, Courage has to open a bunch of doors, and it's like he opens one, and like there's a little girl playing a violin, and she stops and turns around, and it's like a big old demon face. Oh, Huh. And you know, courage is very limited on uh, its use of words, so right. it's not like okay. okay so, uh, like, there's so many things. I might just also be tired of this quippy kind of yeah that's writing that's very prevalent. I feel like this one feels way more like a modern movie than the last one to me. Yeah, it's not trying to do any throwback things. It's very modern, set in modern time. It has yeah. Bill Hader in it, and the guy who's not who plays Eddie as an adult. I can remember his name. Uh, I recognize him. But he was in Sinister. He played Deputy So and So in that. Oh, that's the actual name of that movie. Um, he they are both extremely funny people. So I'm guessing there's a lot of stuff in there that they were like, we can't. This is so funny. We can't cut this stuff out. Um, because I'm betting they played off each other pretty well. Maybe you can you can see their chemistry yeah. in this. I think James yeah. Ransom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, man, I don't know. I just, like, I was just kind of tired. I felt like they just, it's like they made the same joke a lot, especially Richie, which he was doing, again, like, it's hard to me to, like, say it's bad, because, like, he was doing the same thing as a kid, Mm -hmm. but, again, it just feels more charming coming from a kid, because, you know, they're just fucking stupid, like, he's, he's just saying the dumb shit he's heard on, like, TV or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's still doing that. Yeah. <laughs> well, now he's making the jokes as a comedian. Maybe I just, it's just my, like, hatred of that kind of comedy, comedians, you know? <laughs> it might, honestly, it's it might be. But... <laughs> I don't know. It's, like, fine. And, like, knowing he's gay helps some of the stuff when he was a kid. Because, you know, uh, very... He's kind closet- of projecting as a kid. Yeah, closet homosexuals often will mm-hmm. try to come up, have a, like, macho bravado with them. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so, uh, sorry, uh, we were Climax, uh, yeah, this, they're all, like, seeing their fears again. Giant spider. Yeah. The, uh, the other big one is, uh, Bill is in the reverse of the scene from the first one with the flooded basement. Yeah. Where, uh, Georgie is just being like, you lied, you, you just didn't want to play with me that day, and that's why I'm dead. Yeah. And Bill, uh... The first one was about him accepting Georgie's death. This one's about him accepting that it wasn't his fault. Yeah. And uh, ends with, instead of him having to shoot Georgie with the, uh, what are those called? With the air piston? Yeah. Uh, he shoots himself. Yeah. 
not not like actually like he shoots yeah. the, the it version of himself yes. i should say <laughs> uh it version of himself that is i guess kind of a representation of his guilt yeah, yeah. um so it's that and then like it's kind of it goes back to the giant spider it and then like all oh, they're doing the fights and stuff and it, it's about to kill mike uh Richie throws the rock in and is about to say yippee ki yay. Uh, definitely not an over joke, overdone joke f- for the past 20 years. Uh, Which I think is why it works so well here. Yeah, because like inter- he gets interrupted by it, who just yeah. starts, uh, what's it called? Deadlighting? Yeah, yeah he shoots his Gaslighting him? He shoots him with his deadlights, and it's just like the most horrifying like instant like drop of all limbs thing. Yeah. It's a really good look, actually. It's cool. And uh, Eddie, actually, previously he got uh, paralyzed with fear. Uh, here he's like, no, I, I need to do this for, for Richie. Uh, stabs it with one of those uh, fence pieces that they had in the first movie. And he's like, hey, I fucking did And then it just just impales him in the stomach. Yep. Kills Eddie. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, here's where I think I want to talk about something here. Okay. Um. This is far more accurate to the book, okay. Um, than the '90s version is. The '90s version, it's sucks. So sucks with twelve ass. views. It's bad. So like one of the big things, and even as a kid, I thought it was really dumb because like one thing they do with the kids version of it is because uh, you know how Eddie kind of saves all of them from him whenever they initially fight them as a kid. Uh, in the original one, like, you know, they have that whole, if, if you believe something, it works. And mm-hmm. after him finding out that like his inhaler is just a placebo, uh, he walks up to it and goes, this is battery acid, you slime. And then like sprays him with the, yeah, uh, with the inhaler. Cheesy. And then his face starts melting and then okay. tries doing that again as an adult, uh, because he's the only one who's like not being taken over by the deadlights or something. Mm-hmm. And it just ends up impaling him because he tries doing it again. And it doesn't work. And the monster in the 90s version of the movie is like a claymation spider. But like a real spider form. Like okay. it's, yeah. they got like a model of a regular spider and just claymationed it. So yeah. if you're an arachnophobe, that would have fucking scarred you. Yeah maybe. yeah, maybe. But then like also there's this metal that they have to shoot at it. And so like Bill's really good at the slingshot. Yeah. Uh, um, the deadlights are on its underbelly. And the '90s version of it, and they shoot it with a slingshot, and it blows up the underlights, and it dies. So they—it's about did, five minutes long. They did Eddie really dirty in the in the '90s oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah, they really did do Eddie dirty. Like, I feel like they kind of did him dirty in this one too, but like, man, that just sucks. Like, yeah, he had the right idea, and it just—why wouldn't it work? Wait, that doesn't make sense in context of the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that's what happens in the '90s version. Yeah, it's not good. It's about five minutes long. And then the movie's just over. Everywhere you look. <laughs> About. Every, I, be, I bet that was right after it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Eddie's dying. They're like, man, well, oh, wait. Uh, Eddie's like, I remember I, I fucking choked that bitch. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. If we make him small, we can just, like, crush him. And they're like, oh, get him through, like, the tunnels. We'll have to shrink to get us. Uh, that doesn't work. But they're like. What if we just what if we just gaslight him? Just make him think he's small. <laughs> that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's what yeah. they're doing. <laughs> so they're like, you're just a fucking clown. You're a piece you're of a shit fucking clown. bitch. You fucking bitch ass motherfucker. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah. essentially yes. Uh, and then he like gets real, real small. After they like cha- he changes into all these different kinds of forms, yeah. even trying to be Bev's dad. 
Um, and eventually he's just super, super small to the point to where it's like, you're just a tiny, stupid little bitch-ass clown man. with a shitty heart. And he like goes into him, and he pulls his heart out, and then and they crush the heart, and they crush the heart, and then it's dead. And then they're like, "Hey!" And Richie's like, "Eddie, we did it!" But Eddie's like, "I'm dead." Yeah, Eddie, Eddie's dead. So they have to run out of there. Everything collapses, and then they go and uh, wash themselves off in the lake that they jumped in in the first one. And I I really like this scene actually. I think it's fine. It's a good scene. Uh, my favorite part about it is like. When everyone's kind of like trying to joke about like, oh, you know, Eddie would have been like, you guys are in piss and shit. Ha ha. You're going to get an infection. Mm-hmm. And like they're trying to joke to like feel better. And then Richie's like just kind of breaks down. Yeah. Because um, I don't know. I, I Not everyone's probably in this situation. I understand everyone kind of copes with loss very differently. But like sometimes you just need to cry. Like, I, I, I get like the point of trying to like lighten up. People think they're kind of helping like, oh, well, if you take their mind away from it then they'll feel better sometimes you just need to cry honestly yeah Yeah, i think you're right um but i think this is like a super super emotional scene um i mean i also feel like they get it in this scene because like as soon as you see him start crying they all just start to group hug him yeah Yeah. because like there's nothing they can say but they can still at least just be there for him yeah um and it's even more uh painful knowing that like he loved eddie yeah um I, I think it would have been a little bit better if they could have gone a little more into that, you know. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. It's it's a little more in the book, but I wouldn't say a ton more, but it's more in the book. We're we're getting slightly better each iteration. Where we got like <laughs> we talked about racism for three minutes, and uh, we brought up the gay stuff, mm-hmm. not just at the end. Yeah. Uh, so next one, we can just uh, Mike can actually be like, "You guys are fucking racist." And uh, Eddie will be like, hey, uh, I sure am f- gay, guys. Well, part and of he it says is that in the middle. Well, part <laughs> of like uh, Richie's whole thing is that like that's his, like his actual biggest fear is people finding out that he's gay. Right. Um, so like that's that's a lot of his thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, Richie, we you, you know your secret. Yeah. Um, uh, like they. I think there's a lot of stuff to do. It, it might be kind of cheesy. I almost wonder, like, Pennywise turning into, like, an endless barrage of closets or something could be really interesting <laughs> signification. I don't know. I, I I just don't like this, like, half-assed approach to these things. That's fair. I get it's much better than what we had. And I get that people don't like <laughs> to talk about racism and gay. Mm-hmm. Uh... I think fuck those people. I know that I'm not the one who uh, would have made eight hundred million jillion dollars because <laughs> I would have been like uh, racism and also gay. But you know, well, it, it, uh, I would say that it does go out of its way to say like, hey, like being homophobic is bad. Yeah, like um, obviously because the first act, I guess, like I keep glossing over the first act. The first act's very like, a homophobia is bad. Yeah, uh, that's like a, a big part. Um. And it's it's in there a lot in the book as well. Um, yeah. The book handles a lot of these things much, much, much more. Um, Except for uh, the one thing at the end of the first movie. Yeah, well, yeah. that's just something that should be taken out. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all can agree on that. Yeah. Listen, we're like we're just inching closer to the perfect adaptation of it. <laughs> eventually we'll get there. We'll eventually get there. 
Um, but yeah, so they all get done with that, and you get the them walking back, and they're like survivors, and you get the I would say pretty cool shot of it like going behind their backs, and then seeing themselves in the all window. Right. I, I should say there are some really good shots in this movie throughout. Like yeah, CG bad, but like they they work camera they work the camera really well. Yeah, I think so. Um, you get them all back into their lives. Uh, we get to see how people ended. Um, Ben and Bev end up together. Um, cause he finally reveals that like it was him that wrote the poem. You say he finally reveals. She figured that out in the first one. Ish. She just figured out that it wasn't a bill. Yeah. Well, because, like when, well, during the thing, he recites the poem, but they talk about the poem after he undeadlights her. Yeah. in the first one. Yeah. But if you have to remember, whenever they left the town, they are they lost their memories, including her. No, I get she that. She knew that somebody wrote her the book. She thought it was Bill because she killed, or not killed, she kissed Bill uh, at the end of the first movie. And so she kept on thinking like, oh, Bill was the one who wrote that letter. Obviously he did, but in reality it was Ben the whole time. No, I get that. I'm just saying we're like redoing it. It's again, like we just second verse, same of the first. We kind of right. are just re-going over a lot of stuff. Although the first one ends weirdly on the relationship, mm-hmm. but I mean, teenagers, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they got together. I guess Richie stayed? Is that the implication? No. Richie went back to California. Okay. Or wherever he, it was. Um, he just put his... Yeah, uh, he just re-scratched into the side of the bridge, uh, R plus E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Bill goes back to his life. Doesn't bring up his wife. Um, just <laughs> You assume that it's good. We assume she dies. Uh, <laughs> um, he's writing a new book. Yeah, uh, finally, because he's mm. been stuck. Um, and Mike left. Mike leaves finally. He never. He doesn't have to be the bearer of this thing anymore. Supposedly to Florida, he might want to go a little more north. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Bill's like, "Why aren't we forgetting anything this time?" He's like, well, "I don't think we have to anymore. There's nothing to forget. May or maybe there's more good things." To remember, then there are bad things to forget. I, I mean, I like that because it kind of goes with like the repression of childhood trauma that is very common. Yeah, with uh, survivors of horrific things. Yeah, it's kind of just your brain's self-defense mechanism. So, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then you, and then you get the letter we were talking about. Yeah, it's it's schmaltzy. I don't know. It is. I don't know if I like it or not. I think I like it. Um. I don't know if it sends the right message, but I think I like it. Well, again, context. Is yes, the context. Yeah. The context is important, um, but it's basically standing like, I knew that if we went back, we would all have to go back and really mean it, and I knew that I was too scared to go back, so I did the only thing that I knew that I had left. I took myself off the board. Did it work? Hmm. If you're reading this, I guess you know. Oh, right. We almost forgot. Richie kind of got two tokens. Because he is about to try to leave again and stops at the church. Right, and he gets uh, another thing with Stan. So you get to see, like, Stan's final big thing. Yeah. Which is neat, because it's like, at his bar mitzvah, in the first movie we just saw he had it, basically. Yeah. This one reveals he actually used this to kind of become his own person and, like, signifying the, like, not wanting to grow up in a sense too. Like he says, yeah. like, I don't think I'm ready to grow up. I think I'm a fucking loser and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Which is like 
great for him, but at the same time, it shows the it shows ultimately why he ended up doing what he did. Yeah, because he wasn't actually ready to face facts. Yeah, which like I think that's it's I really think that's scene. actually really important. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it's a shame Stan had to die in order to like do something. <laughs> like yeah. Okay, Stan and Eddie, it's like it's just kind of like uh, it's kind of a shame they had to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I think of like if Stephen King earns them all the time, but you know, whatever. Yeah, he, he wrote it <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, it's that, that's like that goes along with this thing of like Stephen King is the best and worst writer. Yeah, the he's same the time. best worst yeah. writer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that movie. Yeah. Uh. We're, yeah, shorter than, not, it's longer than the last one, but also shorter yeah. with what actually happens. Yeah. I, when we were getting to the beginning of the climax, E made a statement of just like, please tell me we're more than halfway through this movie. I felt like we were maybe halfway, and I was dreading dry telling me we were an hour in. <laughs> no, we were at the climax at that point. It should so. really tell you something, though, that I felt like we were, we had done nothing, basically. Yeah, I understand that feeling. It's... Uh... This is going to sound like a weird thing to uh, compare it to, but the whole like gathering of the tokens almost feels like, hey, here's four side missions before you can com- or get back to the main mission of the game. <laughs> yes. It really does, yeah. and it fucking, it's a shame, because they're neat, but I don't feel like I hadn't got anything out of it. Yeah, it's Again, I just got to like shit on Street Fighter 1, really. That was like the best part. <laughs> Shitty game. Maybe I'll bring it to one of our streams just to show how shitty it is. Maybe. And then we play like Street Fighter 2 Alpha Turbo Omega 16-bit version, oh, whatever <laughs> version I choose. I'm also like, oh, hey, this is way better. Yeah. I don't like fighting I mean, games, though. It will, <laughs> that probably will be it. Like, man, I can actually do a motion input in this one. <laughs> e, can we play something else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I bring like Skullgirls or something like a super oh, good one. Skullgirls, I just hear. It's just super hard. I mean, if you are not just playing with some friends, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. I just fuck around with friends. Mm, cool. It's easy then. Um, but yeah, that's this movie. Yeah. Um, let's get to the final thoughts. Uh, E. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I still just think it's really weak. I, it doesn't feel necessary is the issue, and it's because they didn't know if they get would get to make the second one. But like, just how, like, nice the first one was in regards of, like, how it wrapped up and how it, like, got structured. It managed to be shorter, and I felt like it did more with its time, though. So, like, that's that's the ultimate the issue. I The second one, I would want to, like, expand on stuff like Mike's childhood issues with racism and, like, more about Richie's uh, closet gayness. If I feel fucking assholes, like, phrasing like that, but, like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. That's, like, the interesting stuff that you don't get from the first one. And they just don't. Like, it's just barely anything. You, you just learn that, yeah, oh, they did it. You know what it sounds like you need? The book. But then I have to read, like, 7,000 pages. It's, like, 900 and something, yeah. Like, rip out all the shitty pages of the book and I'll read it. Problem is, here's the thing. Everything is intertwined in the book. So there's not like, okay, here's the kid stuff, and then here's the adult stuff. It's yeah. all of it's the same. But like, just like take like a marker and blackout when they keep like reiterating the same stuff. <laughs> there's not a lot of reiteration. That's the that's the thing. Like it's it's it, they're so. That's why I think the movies are so interesting because they found a way to be like we can tell a coherent plot 
with this thing where the book is like yeah. fucking all over the place. It's really interesting that both versions that not like chapter one and two, but like the nineties and the current one yeah. both found a different way to do it. Yeah. I, I really like the take that chapter one did where like, they're like, let's just do the kid shit. Like, fuck it. <laughs> so like the thing that is actually, uh, the nineties one did is more accurate towards the book because instead of like, going and wandering and finding tokens like they did in chapter two. It's like, hey, here's an introduction of a character as an adult, and they talk about some things that happened as a kid. Here's an introduction of them. And then, like, all of their introductions and all the kinds of things that happened to them, and then all of them together, and then all of their adventures together as a kid as yeah. well. So it all happens at the same time. Yeah. I think that would be neat, and I think there it does sound like there's a reason to watch the old one because of that. It's different, yeah. Um, I just don't know if I would like it as much as just what they did for chapter one, though. Honestly. I bet you wouldn't. Yeah. Seth Green's in it. That's what I like. <laughs> that's not like the... <laughs> He's Richie. Okay. That's Wait, the... is he? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't aware I that was He's a, either a deal breaker for me. <laughs> Gotta look that up now. I don't um, remember if he's Richie or Eddie. But yeah, I don't know. He's just like... Cha- Chapter one was too good for this one to like live up to is the issue. Mm. There are very few movies that can have like a movie as good as this first one and live up to it. I think like star Wars four and like six are the only ones off the top of my head that do that. Right. Uh, it's just like, man, how do you like, where do you go from here? And it's like, Oh, well they, they got to kill it. And it's like, do they, they kind of, <laughs> the first one's like ambiguous, but like at the same time, you could just kind of leave audiences thinking about that. Like, I wonder if they, like, had to go back as an adult or if they just got to, like, live on and on. It's like, I don't know. I, it's just hard for me to say because it's, I don't want to keep being like, nah, fucking chapter two is not chapter one, so I didn't like it. It's just like, (laughs) I wanted more from this. I, it's weird to say because, like, the end of chapter one, I was like, I don't want anything else. Yeah. Now that I was given something else, I was like, I, this isn't what I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> you brought back McDonald's, and I'm like, I, I wanted a spicy McChicken, actually. And you're like, you, you didn't ask for that. <laughs> yeah, but like, after you came back, I started thinking about it. <laughs> I, don't like, know. I do want more McDonald's, I guess, but I just don't want this McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like hard to talk about this without directly talking about what was great about the first one. I don't know. If you like really like stuff to be expanding, or if you like the book, it sounds that's probably an easier way. I can see why you'd like this. I just like there's just nothing for me to like care about in this one. I I just don't don't have much interest in it. I, I it's this is gonna be really harsh, and it probably doesn't deserve this rating. I honestly give it a six. I just don't feel like there's a reason for it to be here. Okay, I I'm gonna be honest with you. I saw saw this coming. Can I tell you why? Because it's a sequel. No, uh, because I thought that you would be able to sympathize with the child with the kids more and the childlike behavior, <laughs> and you would really dislike that they were way more adults in the second one. Maybe. Well, they still act very similar, like intentionally very similarly. Mm-hmm. Again, it just they're not. It's just not as charming because they're not kids. Yeah. Yeah, I kept my childlike whimsy, whereas Raya didn't, so that's really where this falls. Also, Raya's just calling E a child now. Well, no, because, like... I talk about having a, like, very childlike view of stuff. But, like, even, like, with this taste in, like, cartoons and stuff like that, like, I think we've had this discussion, like, a cartoon can have the same plot as a movie with, like, 
actors and you're like cartoon just better i don't know i don't know what you're talking about like the cartoon just like it, it is able to portray this thing way better <laughs> <laughs> i always like that because like you never like come up to the inverse of that where it's like you're just like no no the live action is just better i don't know where it comes <laughs> like i feel like it's a two-way street i feel like yeah yeah <laughs> because like i just feel like human uh performances are more captivating for me it's so, like i think that's that's a different thing. It's a whole different conversation. But, um, we'll, we'll probably eventually give a fight, whole like fight, theme. fight, 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 <laughs> like, fight. I think that one is just like we just have to let bygones be bygones. Ultimately, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I just like, I don't know. It's just so much is less. In, I think a lot of the CG, like the first one, had the issue of the frame rates. Mm-hmm. This one has the issue of bad CG everywhere. <laughs> And like the, it's not like the first one didn't have any CG. It's just that they did a lot of practical effects. They have a smaller yeah. budget, so they had to blend the CG in with practical effects more. Yeah. And this, they didn't have to do that, so it's just CG, 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 CG. Yeah. And like they can do good stuff. I think the climax looks really good. The spider looks cool. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> they probably blew all their budget on the spider and then had to figure out what to do with the rest of probably, it. Probably. Well, like the spider was cool. Also, like the tiny. Pennywise kind of melting into the side of the cave. Yeah, yeah really that was cool. Really, like, if you didn't tell me, I might think that was practical in some it was, way. It was really cool, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just like, I, I expected nothing and somehow got disappointed <laughs> along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Again, I'm like, I, I hate doing this because I'm probably way harsher on this than it really deserves, but it's just like, I didn't I didn't need this. Uh, most general audiences agree with you. Um. I think people who read the book are like, yeah, no, like this, it was missing this. Um, and that's, I'm going to say another reason why the child stuff feels like you're getting so much in a much shorter set of time. There's straight up way less child stuff in the book. Um, it's just strewn about to fit in with all the adult stuff more. So you get like, it feels like you're getting a lot of childhood stuff. But it's just they're putting smaller childhood things throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And they just basically went, what if we just took all the childhood stuff out and compressed it? I mean, I know you said, you said like basically at the three-quarter mark, maybe even a little earlier, the childhood stuff stops, right? In yeah, the book? yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a probably a good 30% where there's just no childhood stuff. Um, which is a lot for that book because it's yeah. a lot. That's like a whole other book, basically. Um, but yeah, so a six. Yeah, six. Robbie. So it did kind of stumble to the finish line with this. Uh, the one thing I think I liked the most about this movie was kind of that little message that they had at the end, because in the first one, they had kind of that message of like, you know, you lose your innocence, but like we are about like kind of the fear of growing up, but the necessary need to do that too. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like with part two of this one, it kind of had more of a storyline where it was, you know, dealing with the traumas of the past and learning to move past it and learning to kind of move forward with your life uh, beyond what's happened to you in the past. And I did like that message that they had at the end of it, even if it kind of stumbled getting to that finish line. Yeah. Uh, Like I said, CG was bad. I feel like they should just like let the kid stuff alone, like just film them as is. I don't think audiences would really care that much at the age to two years. Um, Most of the adult stuff was fine. Um, I'd say like, some of the actors, like, they did a really good job, but I'm also, like, a huge fan of James McAvoy. Yes. Um, the actor who played Mike did a fantastic job playing him. Yeah. Uh, plus, you do get a lot more Mike story, even if some of it actually is hidden in there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that was nice. I think there's just some stuff, even if it is in the book, is just kind of unnecessary. Like the whole thing with Harry coming back for them as adults and everything is just. I kinda, really hate that story. Yeah, that story. <laughs> it feels like it's unneeded. Yeah, it really is. I keep forgetting about it. Yeah, <laughs> he could have just died. Yeah, it's, he. It would have been fine if he would have just died. It's concentrated on a ton in the book, and it ends up being pretty useless. To be yeah. fair, it technically has more payoff in the book. Yeah, the whole character gets taken out because of it. Yeah. Which is arguably worse because of it. But, yes. You know. Mike, it's arguably worse because Mike is one of the better characters in this movie. Mike gets the shaft in the book for sure. <laughs> they, and in the 90s movie. I have, yeah. I have such a terrible habit of like always getting attached to like the least developed characters <laughs> in so many things I watch. Yeah. I talked to Jirai about this. Like, it just always happens to me. Yeah. Like, I watched Breaking Bad. I actually really liked Gail. <laughs> he dies so quick. Uh, spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> he like... Don't be like, oh, it's whatever as many old. I literally just watched it this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like I, got, I was like, oh, this guy's like fun, and I was like, I know he's gonna die though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, I like him, so he's useless. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it feels like that. I'm like, God, I think I told you in Steven Universe, my favorite character is like for the first half of the first season, and then just does nothing for the entire rest of the series, and yeah. I'm so sad. <laughs> that happens sometimes. I can't think of a anything off the top of my head right now, but that does happen every now and then. I'm like, I really like this character. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> but um, like I said, um, in a way, I do feel like it is necessary for the story of like completing the story and everything. You could have like they did leave the first one in such a way to where like maybe Pennywise is dead, maybe he's not. But you know, these kids have this bond with each other now. Uh, this thing that brought them all together and made them better friends. And that was honestly a beautiful story for the first one. And like, this is just completing that story yeah, and showing like, you know, they have like that bond together. Just like if he ever comes back, we all promise to come back uh, to deal with this. And like the scars, it has like the whole thing of like, Oh, our scars gone now because we did the deed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, scars, very temporary thing. They're literally <laughs> signing an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the alien that's like, Brothers with Earth God. Yeah the, yeah. the alien that has a sibling turtle who hates his fucking guts. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I did like that just because, like, I think at the end I did really like the idea of just, like, you know, we dealt with this. Now we can move past it. Now we can move on or move forward with our lives. And, you know, I think that... um I think they did a fine enough job with, like, you know, there was a lot of just like, well, I'm leaving the town. No, don't leave the town. Like, there was a lot of bickering back and forth with that for yeah. plot yeah. reasons. But uh, there is, they do bring more of the story forward of, like, showing them bonding as friends, which is what I wanted more of the first movie. So, like I said, in a weird way, the second one made the first one better. So, in a weird way, I think I would give this movie an eight and then cut one, or cut one of the ratings off to give it a nine to the first one and then make this a seven. <laughs> okay. You would sacrifice part of this movie to give the other one more. I mean, this movie sacrifices anyways. Why the fuck not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. As for myself, I do really enjoy it as a full product. Uh, I think a lot of that probably does have to do with that. I've read the book and whatnot. Yeah. And so I like know where things are supposed to fit in and I know like the order of things and stuff like that. So it just feels like it's kind of being retold in a very different way. Um, I don't like the kid flashbacks in this. I think if you took the kid flashbacks out, this would be a better movie. Um, it's just super, super unnecessary. I mean, I agree as long as we don't have to just watch him kind of bumble around for tokens still. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. Just take the token stuff out of there. Have them talk about some stuff. 
Yeah, then we um, get our my ideal length of a movie, probably like an hour nine, an hour thirty. Like I think honestly, if you took the flashbacks out of this, put it into chapter one, um, and then just had this shorten with, the tokens at least. Yeah, shorten it. Well, keep the tokens in there, but just have them as kids. So you don't have to do the remembrance part. Yeah, um, or if you want to, you, well, they literally already talk about what the tokens represented when they're yeah. throwing them in the thing. You could just have that only. Yeah. yeah. Because if they're in chapter one, it would be a really nice remembrance moment to like remember this in the last movie. Oh, but you, uh, you're giving audiences too much credit. They have to remember something, Jiraiya. That's why you just every time they throw one in, it flashes to the memory and then flashes it back. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and yeah, I think that that would cut down the immense runtime of this because I think this is too fucking long. And it would add to the runtime of the first one, which I think needs a little bit to... Uh, a little bit more room to breathe. It does. It needs a little more room to breathe. It needs to uh, explain Mike's presence a little more. Um, and I think that it could have really used that. I think if that one was a little longer and this one was a little shorter, much better package. Um, as it stands as being what it is and all the CGI and whatnot, I think I'd probably give this like a 7.5. Okay. Um Here's a thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ask is like a if we treated these as one movie, what would you guys give it? Fuck. <laughs> I think I'd give it an eight point five if I was I, treating it I as one I, movie. Like I said, because the second one does raise up the first one, I if it was all one long movie, I'd probably complain about it being too long. Well, but sure. <laughs> yeah. I would say like all together it'd probably be like a nine in my eyes. Because, like I said, the second one complements the first one enough to make the first one better. Mm-hmm. But if they're all one cohesive thing, I think it all around would just be a nine. Yeah. Honestly, I would probably give it a seven as an entire movie. Man, the second one brought it down that much, huh? Yeah. Well, because like, I would be like, man, that was a good first half, and then I would be so fucking bored for the entire second half. <laughs> Which kind of was what happened here, but like, if I like didn't have the expectation of these were movies released two years apart, mm-hmm. I would have just been like, man, they just kind of meandered and kind of wasted her time for the entire second half. Maybe you wouldn't like the book. <laughs> I don't think I would. One, I don't want to read something that long. It's fair. Two, I've told you this before. I don't like make pictures in my head. Right. So me reading a 120 pages of them eating at a Chinese buffet would literally just be words. It wouldn't do anything. It me. also cuts back to them talking as children. Oh. And, and like, then back to the Chinese buffet. They're like, hey, this is some good wonton soup. And then it like cuts them as children. Like, hey, this is a good microwave pizza pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but close. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help that the book takes place in the 60s when they're kids. Oh, yeah. They didn't and have it, microwave stuff, probably. And then the 80s was the adult stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in this, or in the original one, the kid stuff takes place back in 1962, and then uh, the adult stuff is in 1989. Yeah, I do like that part really a lot. Like that, it keeps like aging with the audience. Yeah, that's cool. I hope if they ever do more, they like fuck. It'd be 27 years from now, but like <laughs> like in 2034. <laughs> I think that would be really cool, and like slightly updating it each time to like. The parts that are important. It would be really weird and, like, make us feel extremely old to see, like, the youngins being like, I'm on my iPhone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would die, probably, but, like. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah. I, I, it just, like, as a whole thing, it would just be so much that I didn't care about. Yeah. I, I guess, like, if we're, like, super talking idealistic, like, they did intersplice it like you should have, I might, it might bug me less. But, like, if it's, like, back-to-back, just, like, combined, mm-hmm. 
Mm, not doing it for yeah. me. And I feel like if it was like one long movie, it probably would intersplice it better. Yeah, it would. It would be more accurate to the book. I would say like the original is, because um, that's what the original does. The problem with the original is that the child stuff is still the best part. Mm. Um, and so you end up How being are like the child actors in the original. Anywhere between fine to. Uh, well, I was gonna say, I want to say more than half of them went on to like still have a career as adults in Hollywood. Like, that like Dry said, they were good Seth- child actors. <laughs> they're they're good enough. Seth Green obviously still very active, yeah. right? Uh Annette Tooley was, uh, it, yeah, does still does still do stuff every now and then. Apparently. Uh, Tony Dakota, the original Georgie, uh, came back in 2019 to do like a Georgie movie. Weird. Yeah. It's just him like exploring a shitty sewer with one arm. <laughs> but yeah, like most of them still had like acting careers afterwards and everything. Yeah, they still did some stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, so it wasn't like a hindrance then? No. The I mean,. You can tell they're child actors. Well, yeah. Boy. It's yeah. super hit or miss. Where I would say, like, pretty much everybody in this one is a hit, it's super hit or miss in that one. Even the adult actors are super hit and miss in that one. Yeah, yeah. but, like, there was a less standard for acting. If you got hit or miss, that was kind of good back then. I and it was made say. for TV, so, like, right. people yeah. had pretty low standards. And it was four by three. They probably couldn't even see any of them. Honestly. <laughs> well, like, I guess a good example in the original one, like, there's a scene wherever I think it was Ben, might have been Bill, uh, goes to a library and there's a bunch of people just like reading newspapers there and there's like balloons falling from the ceilings and when the uh, balloon falls onto someone who's doing something uh the balloon pops and it's full of blood so it just like sprays blood everywhere and the actors supposed to act like they don't notice what's going on because none of the adults could see what's going on with pennywise but you can see almost every single extra is startled whenever that balloon pops and it's full of blood yeah and like this entire time, the actor, he's trying to act like he's scared seeing all this happening. And then uh, Tim Curry acting as Pennywise is being silly and, like, making a bunch of really dumb one-liner jokes while spinning the this, like, little thing that makes, like, a zzz, I, zzz, Yeah, I know exactly sound. what you're yeah. talking about. I can't think of the name of that thing right now, but, like... It's a party favorite thing. Yeah, but, like, it, it's just a silly scene all in all. Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of that in the original movie. There is. There's a lot of Tim Curry being allowed to be Tim Curry, mm-hmm. which is fun. Tim Curry's yeah. awesome. I think I only really know him from the like weird FMV <laughs> game for like the I'm going to the one place where yeah. capitalism cannot cannot find me. And Clue, and he's oh, a yeah, butler. I, and Clue. Yes, yeah, he did good in that. Um, but it's a long day. Let's uh get out of here. Where can people find us? E? Uh, we got a link tree. L a n k t r dot e e slash l o i p. Because you link to our social medias, our listen medias, and our watch medias, because we have a Twitch where yeah. we stream twice a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays at the very least. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very asterisk on that at the very least. We <laughs> have done maybe two or three non-standard streams. Still, uh, though. Yeah. And Wednesday, uh, it might be my turn. I'm not sure yet. Uh, you'll know yesterday, I guess. Uh <laughs> Saturday's probably going to be continuing our foray with our uh, thing Dariah's doing. Uh, it's his turn to be on the sticks, as they say. Uh, or the buttons. Yeah. Or the keys. Behind the keys. At the keys. At the keys. On the bees. <laughs> um, and we have a Twitter and Instagram if you want to get drops of when the episodes drop or when we start streaming. Uh, very, very important yes. for the stream because technical difficulties ahoy for us. Yep. Oh, boy. oh yeah. 
Uh, and uh, we also have an email that should be listed there. Uh, you can send us movie ideas, your general thoughts on this, all that stuff. And you could just send us more clowns. We asked for it that week. We're going again. Double send clown. It, Double send the us clown. your tokens. Copy and paste it after you add it. Send us the token that would be your token. Well, yeah. send us the thing that would be your token. Is it a potato? Who knows? <laughs> uh, Robbie, get us out of here. All right. So if you're out and about, make sure to be kind to one another and make sure to be safe. And whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. Uh, disclaimer, our life schedules are going to be crazy. Not mine. Yeah. Mine's pretty normal. My life schedule is going to be crazy. Um, so and somewhere. mine's been crazy, and it's kind of counteracting with dry as crazy. Yeah, we have op- literally opposite crazy. Yeah. Um, so our podcasts might get weird for a bit. Uh, we're going to try and make it work. Hopefully, you do not notice, honestly. Yeah. Hopefully, there you don't that notice That is the best case scenario. Um, worst case scenario, it's like, man, dry it. Talks to himself a lot now. <laughs> I like the idea that you would still do it on your own, even though I have a schedule that's extremely open. That's true. You yeah. would, it, like, it, fuck it, you, E. I, I was going to say, it actually just might be like, I might not be around for a couple episodes just because of scheduling conflicts. Yeah. yeah, it might just be we have less Robbie, which is disappointing, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Uh, everybody, have a great one. Uh, we'll see you on the streams. We'll see you next episode. Be safe out there. Bye. Bye. We all stream down here.